How's it going, ladies and gentlemen from around the world? Welcome to Thriller Coin Talk. That's right. It's your favorite, your favorite coin talk podcast out there in the real world. So today we're talking consensus here. It looks like there's a there's a big event today, and it was with Jed McCaleb from uh, the Seller Foundation, and a lot of people are upset. Some Twitter user said, very disappointed in Jed. He doesn't even know what a price is for lumens. If he doesn't care, why should I care? Got other people saying, I feel he, he is right here. The main thing Jed needs to worry about is the stellar product and getting it mainstream. Don't worry, Jed. We got your back. I think people need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just an event, man. Uh, that's That's one thing about these conferences and these events and... You know, it, it can kind of be a little too serious, you know. Don't get me wrong. It's great to be at these events. Freaking love it. But it can kind of be a little bit, a little bit, you know, it could be a little bit, uh, how do you say, uh, a little full of itself, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a ticket. No, seriously, I, you know, people who are holding Stellar, there's no reason to dump your Stellar just because Jed you know, has a bad day on stage, you know, everybody does. I have bad podcasts. (laughs) Let's just say when I first started, you know, Thriller Coin Talk and Thriller Podcast, you know, there were bad episodes for for months (laughs) in the early days. I like to think I I have, I I lay an egg every once in a while, you know, but uh, yeah, no one's perfect, guys. Uh, If you're out there and you're listening and you're holding Stellar and you're disappointed from this consensus, quote unquote, failure from Stellar and Jed and company, calm the hell down. It's not it's not that bad. Um, So apparently there's some interesting stuff going on outside the venue. So it turns out some um, protests are going on and they're all they all are in a frenzy. And it's pretty interesting. We have a lot of different tweets. If you tweet out, you know, consensus this, consensus that, you can find out that there's a lot of people, a lot of people out there um, hating on big banks and, uh, you know, making fun of them. And uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's a little crazy out there. But uh, people are kind of like saying, you thought it was a bubble. F Jamie Diamond, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I, I love protesting just like just like everybody else. But, you know, you can make better use of your time by uh, <laughs> by building out your own blockchain project, you know, something like that. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, just people uh, having some Giggles, I guess. No one has to work today, I guess. And then, <laughs> and then also, um, you also have some interesting uh, blockchain hype going on at Consensus. So we all know there's regulators there. And what do regulators like to do? They like to kill the hype. Of course they do. We have Lisk over there. We have uh, other blockchain projects like WAN. There's, there's a lot of good stuff going on, but I feel like the regulators at this particular consensus are kind of stealing the show with all their talk of of ICOs and, and tokenization and utility. And it it's it's getting to the point now where you have you have panels where they're talking about K 
can you guys already say that uh, Ethereum is a good buy so we can go ahead and start buying it? You know, people are afraid of that, that it's actually going to become a security. Yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of craziness going on right now. And it's not helping the coin market cap at all. Not helping that at all. Definitely not. But uh, there's uh, there's other stuff going on outside of consensus. I'm not talking about just the protesters. I'm talking about Coinbase. Yeah, they're releasing four new products, but they're not coins. I know. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. I think so too. <laughs> I, I don't know why they're I don't know why they're uh, teasing us along here. I think they're trying to wait to the perfect time to do it. Um, so they officially said that the, they're proud to offer a service that couples Coinbase cryptocurrency security excellence with third party auditing and financial reporting. It sounds boring to me. I'm not interested. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, they're trying to curve to the uh, older investor with the real money because they're not getting any young money anymore. In the beginning, they were all about the young money. Now they're about the old money these days. Yeah. And then one last piece of interesting thing that I saw today was uh, BitMEX. So the BitMEX CEO, he literally said that uh, he thinks it's going to get to $50,000 this year, Bitcoin. Dang, that sounds exactly what I said of November of last year. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough being the guy who's always right and gets no credit for it. But it's OK. It's a good thing we documented everything. So I can always show it later, right? Let's jump into coin talk. It is time. Everything you have been waiting for. Coin talk. Yeah, interesting enough, like, I feel like that's the only really good thing that I'm good at. Um, and that's just in, in life in general, too. Um, I've always been this way since I was a kid. It's just uh, seeing stuff happen before it happens. And, and this has happened all the time. I don't want to get too crazy here or get too, like, philosophical or anything. But, you know, I, I can think of moments in my life where I've literally said, this is how it's going to turn out and it turns out that way or I don't know. I don't know what you call that. I don't know if that's some kind of like gift or if that's just common sense. But I feel like I, I do that time and time again, just in my regular life um, or just kind of standing on the sidelines. I don't know. It's just the way my mind works, I guess. But um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know it's a special skill. I know a lot of people don't have that. I know that for certain. But uh, as of late, since I've been documenting all this stuff on podcasts, I'm starting to realize that I'm, I'm often right more so just on other things too. So it's just weird. Anyways, so we all know Bitcoin Cash forked today, right? Well, they increased their block size. They went from eight megabytes to 32 megabytes. It's a pretty big increase. And uh, we all know that the full node implementation that was posted on April 1st was just a testnet, right? So everything that's been upgraded since then supposedly going to help with uh, future adoption. But I haven't tested it out yet. I haven't tested it out yet. I'm not sure if there's anything out there that I could test it out. I need to do some more research. But um, I'm interested to see how fast this really goes. Because 
as of right now, I've tested a lot of different currencies just from wallet to wallet, and I feel like Stellar is the fastest. And I'm not just saying that because I love Stellar, which I do <laughs> for the record, but uh, I feel like when I did a Stellar transaction, it literally went through like in two seconds. I'm not even joking. Um, it was really fast. But uh, if, this can, if this can increase their block size for them, you know, that just adds a characteristic you know, to Bitcoin Cash. Pretty interesting. We had a lot of feedback on yesterday's episode, as you could imagine. Um, yeah, it was all over the place. Um, I'm surprised that a lot of people, a lot of people didn't uh, didn't hate the episode. Um, I saw I saw one comment because um, I, po- I post I usually post I usually post the podcast these days on Reddit. Um, I saw one comment. Uh, somebody said that. Uh, Somebody said that the the it has interest. It was interesting content, but it was unbearable with the with the music breaks. And uh, just for the record, uh, I did that on purpose. Totally did. I, I wanted to um, to get a message across, and you can you can do that with with uh, with um, video very easily. Like when you're when you're watching a movie or or anything like that, you can you can. You can shoot the camera in a certain way to where it'll pick up its um, of the light in just a certain way, or you can use a different lens. But in, in podcasting and, and in music, you really can't do that. You can only do that with uh, different sounds. Um, and I, I felt like I, I was trying to do that inside of that little main topic part. And uh, yes, there's a lot of Kanye being played, <laughs> but that was on purpose too. Right. Um, so it, it was it was because I feel like Roger Ver is, you know, very much his own worst enemy at times. And Kanye is kind of the same way. Um, they're kind of one in the same and they're in totally separate ways. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I felt like putting just Kanye music in that main topic would kind of get that that feeling of like, oh, I can't stand it. You know, <laughs> you know, basically, I wanted to get reaction and, and, and good and good uh, creative you know, artistic projects give great reactions. And, um, you know, um, I, I, that's what I was trying to accomplish yesterday. And I think I succeeded. I think some of the audio levels were a little bit off, so I apologize for that. But uh, I think I didn't fall asleep till like 3.30 in the morning. So there was really not that much time to uh, to get the rest out. Um, been having a lot of issues with my system here lately. Kind of a bummer. Um, it's still running. Everything's fine. It's just yesterday it was just like, Windows updates Armageddon <laughs> just kept coming. I was like, what is going on? So I didn't start the podcast till like really late, like at 10 p.m. And I didn't get finished till about 3.30. Yeah. And then we have work in the morning. So today's been a long day. <laughs> I think I got like two hours of sleep. But that's the dedication. That's the dedication we have. And not only do we have that dedication, we have a dedication on Friday. That's right. On Friday, we're doing a Google Hangout at 8 p.m., so if you guys want to talk crypto, if you want to talk blockchain, if you want to talk uh, projects, if you want to talk whatever, let's do it on Friday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here in Austin, Texas. If you guys want to um, hang out, check the link on our Patreon. If you're not if you're not a patron, then subscribe to our Telegram. It's free; it doesn't cost you anything. Link will be there or our Discord. Both links are in the show notes. Um, another thing we want to mention iTunes reviews. Yeah. Leave some iTunes reviews, you know, send out a TCR there. We'll do it. We'll do a telegram coin request from the iTunes review. That's what Steven did. That's pretty funny. Anyways, with that, let's go ahead and get into 
our disclaimer, right? We need to play this because uh, this is this is this has been a regulated week with consensus. I feel like regulators are winning this thing. This 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 pump is not happening unless by some big miracle Microsoft comes out tomorrow swinging for the fences. We'll see. But with that, we got to play our disclaimer. Starting now. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude, trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. All right, let's get into coin talk. That's right. This is what I look forward to every day. Uh, I literally was so busy today at work. I only had like a couple times to look at my um, at my uh, coin market cap app. It's, it's so sweet. But uh, you know, throughout the day, I was like, "Hmm, what's going on here? What's going on here? A lot of nothing's going on. It's just staying put." And uh, I feel like consensus this this year has been kind of a letdown. <laughs> Not so many big projects made it over there. I mean, they were, I mean, they're big in their own right, right? Of course. But it, I, I didn't see EOS over there. Like EOS didn't make it. Not sure what's up with that. But it's probably has to do with the fact that the, the actual token sale is about to end here at the end of May, right? I mean, that has a lot to do with it. And it doesn't, it doesn't help that that one main company, Block One, I believe, um, created all of this. So, We'll see how all these different kind of uh, groups or fractions or whatever you want to call them, factions, <laughs> how they all end up turning out after with EOS. I, I know a lot of people are bullish on EOS long term. I think long term it makes sense, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for this pump that's about to happen for EOS coming up here pretty soon. And right now it's currently at $12.97. So, ouch. That's why you always want to get out when you can. But if you bought in at $19, you shouldn't have. <laughs> you shouldn't have. It'll get to 30 but you shouldn't have bought 19 You should have been buying in when I told you it was at $3. That was last month. <laughs> Anyways, I'll, I'll always let you guys know when a, when a good time to get in is. You know, um, Again, it's not financial advice. That's why we play that disclaimer. But you know, if you want to know what I'm doing, this is when you want to get in. I'll always tell you that. Uh, just because it's just the way to pay it forward. We got Bitcoin at $8,495. I'm surprised it hasn't gone up. But we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm really excited to see where what Microsoft is going to unleash tomorrow. They have uh, some big news at Consensus. And maybe this is what everybody's waiting for. I know I'm, an, I, I'm anticipating it. So there must be a lot of others anticipating it as well. At least people that are in the know. Um it, it depends on what they do. If they try to, um, I mean, there's so many different ways they can go with it, right? But if uh, if, if 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 they partner with uh, with Bitcoin, the Lightning Network, or some some way involving Bitcoin, I feel like Microsoft will um, will shit. I mean, they'll 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 make waves, especially if Bitcoin gets adopted like through their like through their family of products and their apps. You know, it would just be cool. Buy, buy windows with bitcoin <laughs> yeah. you know you never know you never know it could happen um got ethereum at 700 dollars and 
$709 actually and 21 cents. Yeah, Ethereum just kind of hanging around. A lot of people are wondering what's going to happen to it after this week. Man, it really sucks that the regulators got involved. <laughs> I feel like they've turned this consensus thing upside down. Got Ripple at 69 cents. Oh, Ripple. One of the biggest disappointments of the year so far. <laughs> it really is. It really is. You know, when I whiff, when I get something wrong, I get it wrong hardcore. And I'll tell you that I got it wrong. Ripple, I got that one wrong. Got it so wrong. You know how I started off this podcast saying I get a lot of things right? Well, Ripple, I got wrong. I got completely wrong. You know, I thought for certain January 1st, we were going to see Ripple at $3 by now. March, April, we're going we're gonna to see Ripple at $3, $2 by now. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. And it didn't help with all the lawsuits either, right? Yeah, I mean, I have my Ripple. I'm still holding on. But honestly, when I was holding on to Ripple last year, it did the very same thing. Constantly let down. If you go listen to the early days of Thrower Podcast, you can, you can hear me being let down. <laughs> very much so. Um, those were the those were the Anchor FM episodes. <laughs> uh, the thriller raw, the rawness got through. We got Bitcoin Cash at thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, of course it was going to go down, right? I mean, they had a fork. Of course it was going to go down. EOS at twelve dollars and ninety seven cents. I still think it could pick itself back up, guys. I wouldn't worry too much about it. If you're whole, if you bought it at fifteen bucks or you bought it even at ten dollars and it's, it's going down, you haven't sold yet. I mean, it's your call, what you want to do there, but um, I just don't see it. I don't see it diving back down to three or four bucks unless something else, unless some other kind of news comes out that manipulates the entire market. I mean, that's the only way. But I mean, I don't see it doing that. If there is no other bad news, then I, I still I still see thirty, forty dollars in the horizon. I just do every every crypto that does this. Well, this is the first that's done a year long <laughs> ICO, but every crypto that has done something similar to this in the past has always eclipsed itself, you know. So we'll see. We got Litecoin at $139. Got Cardano at $0.25. Cents. Stellar, my golden goose, <laughs> at $0.34. Cents. Yeah, I love Stellar a lot. Uh, we got IOTA at $1.98. We got Tron at Six cents. We got Neo at sixty-three cents. We got Dash at four hundred twenty-five dollars. Monero at two hundred three dollars. Yeah, it's pretty good. NEM at thirty-three cents. We got V Chain four dollars and seventy-six cents. Got Bitcoin still at a penny. Still at a penny. And I need to turn on my miner <laughs> to mine some more Bitcoin. Yeah. No, nah, I want to mine some more Monero. Honestly, you got Ethereum Classic at eighteen dollars and twenty-one cents. Yeah. Not bad. We got Icon at $3.98. Oh my's go at 13 bucks. We got Zcash still pumping, man. Zcash is still pumping. It's at $351. And this is Gemini Exchange adding a new crypto. This is how much people want to get involved. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yes, a, a lot of people that are buying Zcash right now are expecting a, a huge jump when it gets to Gemini. And we'll see. We'll see. It'll be very smart for Gemini to space these things out. Um, really, if they add Ethereum Classic, you saw how high Gemini went, or how high Zcash went. I mean, shoot, it would be really nice to see that. We got Lisk at ten dollars and forty-seven cents. 
We got Eternity at $4.47. We got Bitcoin Gold at $57. We got Verge at $0.05. Cents. Yeah, Verge is taking another dip again. Yeah, we got Nano at $6. We got Steam at $2.94. We got BitShares at $0.25. Cents. We got Waves at $6. We got Golem at $0.58. Cents. We got Status at $0.12. Cents. We got Digibyte at $0.03. Cents. We got Walton Chain at $12, Bat at $0.37. Cents. Even Bat has gone down. <laughs> the Dow Jones is partying with them. Golly, man. We got Arc at $3.26. We got Pivx at $5.23. We got Polymath at $0.95. Cents. Ooh, Polymath is a good buy right there. Look at that. It's at $0.95. Cents. How high has Polymath gotten? I know a couple people in Telegram own some Polymath. Yeah, $1.65. Man, it's at $0.95 cents right now. I wonder, I wonder if it's going to keep going lower. Probably will get to, I don't know. It looks like it gets, it got it got really low in April. Well, everything got really low in April, but it was at $0.30, $0.38. Cents. Now it's kind of tripled itself. It's nice gains. We got Fusion at $8.68. We got Cortex at $1.62. A lot of people always ask, you know, I always get that question all the time. You know, like private message. Somebody will private message me and they'll be like, hey, car, when would be a good time to sell this so-and-so coin? Or, hey, car, when would be a good time to sell this coin? Or, hey, car, what do you think about this coin? Like, I, And I enjoy those questions. Like, I enjoy answering them, you know, because maybe they're just too embarrassed to ask, you know, in, in, the, in the Telegram, like, community page. Um, but I'll, I'll answer them. Like, and most of the time... It's one of those where I'll be like, well, let me let me look at it first, <laughs> especially if it's a coin that I haven't heard of. And then I'll give you my estimate of what I think about it. But um, the, the, the way you look at these things, and we might have to do an entire show on this, but you, you always want to look at where it's been, especially in the short term. And then you want to you kind of want to catalog it into seasons. So depending on how long the crypto, crypto has been out. So let's say let's take uh, here. Let's take polymath, for example, if we look at polymath, right? This is when you know where the bottom is. At least this is how I gauge it. I, I could be wrong, right? Because everybody looks at it differently. I just know the way I look at it. And it tends to be, I tend to be right on most of the time, or at least I like to say 85, 90% of the time. Um, this is how I gauge it. So like right now it's at 93 cents. So I'm immediately thinking that's a good buy, right? Because it's at 93 cents. The highest or actually, it came out the gate at 79 cents, okay? And this is in February 1st. So it immediately shot up to $1.30. And right now, I'm telling you how I've gauged it, $1.30. So what's that? 79 to 30, that's 50 cent increase, right? And then, of course, it's going to drop down because everything drops down when it comes out of the gate. And it drops back down to 59 cents. So if you look at the gate, it came out at 80. It dropped back down to 55 cents. So 80 Came out the gate at 80, dropped back down to 55. So somewhere in the middle right there is the average. So the average is around 65 cents, right? So you keep looking at that. So now that you got the average, right, you go to look at their highest highs. So it got really high at $1.68, $1.64. So if the average is around 64, 65 cents and it got up to $1.64, that's a 100% increase, isn't that? No, no, that's a two, almost 200% increase. So and then it drops back down and we're going by we're going by the markets because look at March, it dropped back down to 59 cents and it got really low at 46 cents in March. And then it got even lower at 32 cents. So me personally, if I was looking at it 
and I know the average is somewhere around 65 cents because that's where it came out at. And it got to 39 cents. Now the average drops, right? Because it was at 40 cents. And we know the average before that was at 65. So we can kind of go there somewhere in between there. We'd say around 55, 54 cents. It keeps falling. It finally gets down to 30 cents. And that's its new low is 30 cents. So immediately, next thing I'm doing is to go 55, 30. Okay, so that means the average is now around 42, 44 cents. Okay, so what happens? It stays around that average I just said, because now it's at 42, 44 cents in April. And then it slowly climbs back up to 50, 70 cents. 85 cents is an all-time high right there. Or I'm sorry, 96 cents. It gets, not all-time high. It gets to 93 cents in May, because May, it rises, right? So 93 cents from 45 cents, that's a big increase, big increase. Next, it drops back down to 76 cents almost immediately because people haven't seen 95 in a really long time, so they're trying to make profit. Then it goes back up to 90, 98 cents again. Doesn't get past a dollar, it gets close. 70, so around eh, 85 still. Right now it's at 80, then it gets to $1.06, $1.15, and then it drops back down again. So right now it's at 95, 94, no, 99 what is it at? 93 cents. I would say the average right now is around 85 cents. If it reaches 85 cents and it goes back up, well, then you know 85 cents is where it should be at. Now, a lot of other people will look at it and they'll kind of do these whole lines and you'll see them that way. But me, I don't do it like that. I, I look at for the I look at the average between the highs and lows. And a lot, I don't know what I don't even know if that's a technical term or anything for that. That's just something that I gauge it by. So if you look here, if I was looking at if I was just looking at this coin and I'd say polymath. 95 cents right now. I would say it still has pretty good lows to go, right? You know, I would say it could get to 85 cents. If I see it, if I, if I set a, um, a buy at 85 cents for like a hundred coins or something, right? Then I'm getting a good deal in my mind because I know that it can't get any lower than where we saw it here recently at 44 cents, 50 cents, somewhere around there. Do I think it's going to go that low? I don't, I don't think so. I think maybe after the dip in June, probably will, but I, I'm still bullish on May, right? So that's another thing too, you got to gauge. There's a lot of different things you gauge. You can't just gauge just the chart, charts on its own. You kind of have to gauge a lot of things all at once. And that's how I, that's, this is how I look at it. Um, I wish I could, I wish there was somebody who was a lot smarter, smarter than me when it came to like math. And I wish I could explain it to them. And then they could like write a, a write like a, an equation for it. And then they would understand how I'm gauging this. But I don't know. I don't know anybody that that looks at it like this. This is just how the way I look at it. So I don't know if it's right or wrong. I just know that it works for me. So that's how I do it. A little insight for y'all, because I know a lot of people always ask that all the time. But right now, I, I, I think I think Polymath is a good buy right there at ninety three cents. Could it get to eighty five cents? I think it can. Honestly, I would wait. I would wait to see what happens tomorrow. But um, another thing you should look at too is you want to see what what they're coming out with, right? You want to see what's what's happening. What's going on? What's going on out there? Are they releasing anything here pretty soon? Will they be releasing anything? Kind of that kind of thing. Just like Funfair. Funfair right now is at four cents. They're going to release something here pretty soon. I want to say it's at the end of May. Yeah, it's at the end of May. They're going to release their little Funfair platform. Yeah, anticipation is getting heavy for them. But that's that's why I'm saying like there's certain things... There's certain things you got to look at. You want to look at the charts, but you also want to look at the news, but you also want to look at upcoming events, but you also want to look at their social. You also want to look at um, just a lot of different things. You really have to look at this, this market every day. And that's what I do. I look at this every day. 
I look at it every day. It's my hobby. <laughs> at this, it's more like a full-time job these days, but it's, it's more a second full-time job, but it definitely is a hobby too. Um, it's something I, I love doing and I love sharing this, this info with you guys. And I think that's it for CoinMarketCap. They're really not a lot to report on. But I do think Funfair is a good buy at four cents right now, especially with what's going to get here released pretty soon. Um, if I wasn't holding so much Ethereum, I'd uh, get me some more Funfair. <laughs> but uh, with that, let's get on to the end of the show. You know, this has been a pretty interesting week in crypto. We were expecting really big highs and they didn't come. Instead, we got a lot of different kind of news. Good news, actually. But the price went low. Not really low, just uh, a couple 50 billion. <laughs> it's at $8,300. It won't be there for long. Either way, buy Bitcoin, save the world. This is the end of the show. Save the world. One 
Satoshi at a time.